0: You're listening to the Be Great Podcast, where we share strategies to bring out the best in you. My name is Brittany Greathouse, creator of the Be Great brand. I believe that greatness is at the core of everyone. So the only question you need to ask yourself is, why be good when you can be great? What's up, y'all? This is Brittany Greathouse, and you're listening to the Be Great Podcast. You've arrived at show numero uno, episodes of the Be Great Podcast, your lessons learned, and actionable insights that you can implement to bring out the best in you to bridge the gap between knowing and doing, empowering you to be great. We're launching our very first show today, and again, my name is Brittany Greathouse, and my co-host...
1: Is me, her mother, Tony Greathouse.
0: Yes, yes. And we've joined forces to talk about entrepreneurship
1: from two different perspectives. Totally, completely, 1,000% different perspectives, <laughs> yeah.
0: So to give you some background about how we're laying out the show, we'll have guests who are entrepreneurs in their own right, and my mom will kind of define what entrepreneurship means to, to her in a little bit, but talking about their journey and imparting knowledge and tips... That helped them, and will also in turn um, assist you on your journey. And so, I know a lot, a lot of entrepreneurial podcasts focus focus on what's happening after someone quote-unquote makes it mm-hmm. but my mom and I are super passionate about showcasing the climb the climb you know yeah. the the journey not what happens you know once you reach your destination yeah, Cause, why
1: you're grinding because yep. that's that's the good part
0: yeah because anything great never comes easy right. and that's what we want to know and that's where most people get stuck on in their journey it's like they know what they want but they don't know how to get there and so we want our podcast to showcase that uh through our guests so Again, my mom and I travel two completely different journeys on our path to being great, and we feel like we're still traveling on that path and in the thick of things. And mm-hmm. you know, through our through our guests and our own knowledge, we'll be covering topics in addition to entrepreneurship, like personal finance, uh, our corporate careers, mentorships, other opportunities, and programs to go after schooling, among a plethora of other things.
1: Yeah, we really just talk about chasing the best version of yourself. That That's the best way to be great and really looking for greatness, recognizing it in other people and, you know, surrounding yourself with those people. I don't speak Spanish. I would murder the Spanish language. But Brittany, um, can you, the the phrase that you always say, do you mind sharing that? Oh, yeah. Yep.
0: So I learned it from my Spanish teacher, Senora Rosa. So shout out to you. But the Spanish proverb is, Dime con quien andes y te dire quien eres. And that means tell me who you walk with
1: and and I'll tell tell you who you are. You know, the heart of this program is also about being aware. Um, I like to say, you know, every day, if you do what you can with what you have, where you are, that's the most entrepreneurial you could be. I love that. And if you look around, um, there's small.
0: Can you you repeat that one more time?
1: Sure. (laughs) Do what you can. Okay. Okay with what you have, Mm -hmm. where you are. Okay. And that's not, that's not mine. Uh, That was actually (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt, former president, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. And um, there's entrepreneurs at the grassroots in every community in America. And if you really want to know what the grind is like, it's interesting, you know, people come in and they want to sell them things all the time. But if you really, really want to know what the grind is like, you know, take them out for coffee. You don't even have to take them out. Why don't you bring them in something and and just talk to them because that is so important. One of my big takeaways is if you want to pursue this life. I don't believe that you should start before you're ready. I think you should start by surrounding yourself with entrepreneurs and really talking to them, you know, about what this, what this is. And we're going to bring on quite a few entrepreneurs. And I mean, young, old, uh, black, white, what, not older. Yes. Well, I'm 55. I think I can say, you know, <laughs> we're going to bring on Encore Entrepreneurs, but it's about you. and If nothing else, we want you to know once a week to come here for encouragement and optimism and positivity. But, you know, I'm not going to be Mary Sunshine blowing smoke up your butt. But I'm saying, you know, there's two choices that you have every day. When you wake up, you know, you can you can be positive or you can be negative. You can you can see all the opportunities and the possibilities in life, or you can choose to just be beaten down. And I just, entrepreneurship is all about seeing the possibilities. It's about being realistic about the problems that exist and then saying, you know what? I think that I can tap my internal resources to do something about that, which to me is the heart of this program, correct?
0: It is, it is. And it's just talking about, our journeys, our guest journeys, all the programs we went through, all the mentorships that we had. And I know personally I've I've done a ton of programs and I had a lot of people to help me on my journey, which, you know, I'm still not at, at the end or I'm still going through.
1: Well, if um, you're not dead, you're nobody's at the end, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah.
0: That's true. Um, but just to, you know, impart knowledge and help people, because I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know about the law of reciprocity, what but if someone helps you, yes. you should help someone else. Yes, And I feel like be great is like a snowball effect. So I personally can help one of my
1: friends and my friends can help their family and
0: their friends. And it keeps going.
1: This is what I love about this podcast, though. I mean, it's the potential impact of reaching people and reaching people where they are, and and saying to you right now: here's the other thing. You don't have to have all the answers today. You don't. One of the things that I have learned: uh, February first was my twenty fourth year in business, and a lot of times I did not know exactly what direction I'm in. You know something, I'm not even going to lie. I started this journey because I was too independent to work for anybody, you know, and, and I thought, oh my goodness, you know, I think I'm going to spontaneously combust if I have to drive into Chicago or if I have to, I was a buyer. So, you know, I'm like, I couldn't do it anymore. It wasn't. It wasn't nourishing me, and it was She lived wasn't in the suburbs.
0: Well, currently lives in the suburbs, about an hour outside of Chicago. Right, yep. right.
1: And it wasn't even that. It was traveling overseas, and it gets really hard. And I'm I'm going to talk about real things. I am a people pleaser, especially when it comes to my family. And, you know, I was like a little trained puppy, you know, you go to school and you get good grades and people see potential and, you know, you have your family that's always shaping and molding you and I have always been an artist. I wanted to be an artist more than anything. But I let fear creep in and I was looking at what other people were doing. I actually had a full ride scholarship to a college called Co-College. And there was absolutely nothing wrong with that except for the fact that it was in Iowa. And I lived in Iowa and I was trying to escape Iowa. I never, so, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, full ride, full ride. And um, I ended up going to my mother's alma mater, my grandfather's alma mater, Southern Illinois University. And I just so happened like the first week that I was there to meet uh, Brittany's father, David Greathouse. He is just let's walk the straight and narrow. He's always been a planner. I mean, he's 57 years old right now. But Honestly, he was 57 years old when I met him, you know, (laughs) and so he was just kind of like, you need to pick something, blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I want to be a buyer. I think this would be really cool. I think it would be really fun, you know, and um, prepared for it, totally and completely prepared for it, left college, had an internship, you know, and and started this whole journey. But I knew, I, I think I knew probably around year two that this was not nourishing me, that what I was doing was slowly smothering my soul. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody ever told me that being a buyer was a left brain activity and I'm a right brain person. You know, I am so not about the numbers. So here's the other thing. If you're doing something right now and you just feel, God, I can't do it anymore. I know exactly how you feel. But channel that despair into something else, you know, start start looking around. I mean, the internet, Google, love Google, Google different things. And even if it's process of elimination, you know, um, back then, I had kind of forgotten. The things that I really love, you know, like art. I, I just knew what I didn't like. So when you start with what you don't like, you know, you can move forward from there. So Britt, it's your turn. You're going to okay. talk,
0: honey. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I'm am. like, you I... there, you there?
1: <laughs> Hello. I wanted Hello? you to finish. Mayday, I know you talked mayday. about
0: being a buyer, but I wanted you to transition to, you know, how how you you know got to now and where you are, and like, oh, sure. So I just wanted you to finish that before I kind of got into mine, so we weren't bouncing, you know, back and forth.
1: Sure. Um. Boy, oh, boy, that's a really long story. I know you don't like me telling so long just stories. In, just
0: encapsulate it because I can start entering in the. You
1: know. Okay. So anyway, my strongest skill, which was scary to me, uh, I like to talk. Blah blah blah. Blah <laughs> blah so- <laughs> blah. <laughs> that was the only thing that I could think about that I really loved and I absolutely loved people and I lived in a community that I knew nothing about so what I did was um, I said I'm going to start a business putting information guides together and you know that whole fake it before you make it it was so crazy there was a guy named Harry Porterfield he was on channel 7 he did this thing called people you know that you should know or whatever I swear to God I picked up the phone and I'm like I'm somebody you should know I was a buyer and I quit my job I used to travel internationally and seriously the man like featured me and then I got newspapers to write articles about me and so based on that back then we used to get a little Ameritech phone book you paid a little bit extra for it and it had businesses in it and I just called businesses and set up appointments and brought my little you know um, uh, articles where I was featured and I'm like oh you know I uh, we live in the suburbs and do you want to you know invest in me and or not invest in me, but invest in getting the word out. And the crazy thing is a ton of people did. So that is actually the way I got started. And um, two years in, uh, the Chicago Sun-Times came knocking on my door and gave me a community column, and that lasted for 12 years. And then from there, you know, it was, it's was. it been a bunch of pivots. Um, I started an art company uh, creating caricature art, did really, really well in 2015, was uh, named Best Small Business of um, 2015. And Ooh. then, um, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you, darling. And pivoted from there uh, when adult coloring got big and... Um, Ended up being a supplier at Walmart, and I am now wrapping up uh, three years of having my books nationwide at Walmart. I am back at beta, and I am remaking myself this year as a blogger and podcaster, and that is my story.
0: You want to shout out your blog?
1: Oh, my gosh. My blog is Tony the Talker at medium.com. And I blog every day, uh, just blogging about my journey, blogging to help people. Anybody who's out there who's wondering, can you do it? I'm going to tell you what. Here is your virtual permission slip. You can totally and completely do it. And I tell you, the reward is the independence that, that feeling that there is nothing. That you can't handle. I mean, seriously, if you talk about actual self actualization and what does Oprah talk about all the time? Living your best life. I, honest to God, am living my best life.
0: I can say we both are
1: living. We are. We are. We are. We are. (laughs) So tell us about you, Brittany.
0: Awesome. So today is a special day because
1: (laughs) today is her birthday. It's
0: my 28th birthday. Today's February 26th. I was born in 1992. Shout out to all the 90s babies and the fellow Pisceans out there. If you guys love astrology and your horoscopes. Um, I was born and raised in Bloomberg, Illinois, which is where my parents live currently. It's like a southwest suburb of Chicago and I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. Uh, Growing up, I was like a tomboy, super competitive um used to play a ton of games a lot um and you know didn't save money you know spent all my money on things that I liked as a child and long story short my mom took me to a local bank in Bolingbrook and gave me a challenge and said hey Britt if you um save a thousand dollars in a year i'll match it and obviously as a kid i was super excited i wanted a thousand dollars you know my mind went crazy thinking about what i could spend it on but in the back of my mind i'm like hey i can't save a thousand dollars i don't think i get that in a year but hey how can i make a thousand dollars and so um you know i used to give out gum to my friends in middle school and that was to me the easiest thing that i saw in my mind to start selling so I started selling gum. I would go to the local Family Dollar and see how I can make like money off of different gum packs. So I just pretty much upcharged what I would buy it from uh, at the store and then I ended up having a very profitable business selling gum in middle school. Very profitable,
1: because <laughs> you blew your thousand dollar goal in what four months? Yeah,
0: four or five yeah. months. Um, I ended up pivoting based off of my friends trying to, you know, they, you know, people at the school. When they see something's doing well, like you said, like a bandwagon person, they see something doing well, they want to do it too.
1: Keep it real. Keep it real. Your friends undercut you. Yeah, yeah. You were you were charging a quarter. They started charging a dime. They put your butt out of business. That's they,
0: real. They did so like you were talking about pivoting I had to pivot but you know my pivot didn't come easy obviously I was like an upset middle schooler Um, but you know I used to wear spinner chains I had a couple friends in class one specifically always like Mike Jones (laughs) wanted what I had on it Mike Jones was like that back then song was like happening at the time Um, but Long uh, again, long story short, I ended up selling magnetic earrings, spinner chains, things in the beauty supply store that actually were more higher ticketed items. So I'd make a higher profit margin. And at that time, I didn't know what these terms were. Right, I, I just knew that hey, what can I sell so I can make the most money possible? I
1: have to. I have to stop you. Go ahead and talk about niche right okay niche is really big right now you found a niche she was selling spinner chains to um, young male Caucasians Mm -hmm. Uh, we live on the border of a town called Naperville which is very very affluent Mm -hmm. and the school that she went to well you had a little wholesaler he was he was your wholesaler right pretty much Um, It was interesting because his parents would not, although he went to school in Bolingbrook, would not let him uh, go to the beauty supply store. So Brittany had a relationship or developed a relationship with the owner of the beauty supply store. And that, that was and you were making something like a thousand percent profit because you were buying them for like four dollars and selling them for twenty dollars which
0: was insane and i let him name his price on that one which was (laughs) which was good and then i ended up you know um creating uh further discounts with the beauty supply owner and and other things beyond that but you know from there i realized when i got to high school um one of the administrators told me I couldn't sell things. <laughs> that was illegal. So stop doing that. Uh, I was always in organized sports. So I played basketball, played golf, was in the honor society. Name
1: most likely to succeed. Oh, yeah. My Your senior, senior year. year. Yeah. Yep.
0: I was doing a lot in high school. I just was I think my mom, you know, tried to put me in a lot of organizations, even outside of school, to figure out what I really wanted to do uh, in my career through like, I think I did like poetry through another program called um, NAACP AXO. What's AXO an acronym for? It's a mouthful. It's the Afro Academic Cultural Technological and Scientific Olympics. Exactly. Um, So there's that. And then um, I was in a lot of other programs going on. But that, you know, that just helped me to set my own path, and I think you talked about being most likely to succeed in high school. But that was something that helped me try to figure out, like, hey, I want to be known for one thing and one thing only. Because in high school, I was known for a lot of things, I was very clumsy, I was goofy, I was a hustler, I was selling things, and so I, I thought you said you
1: couldn't sell things.
0: Uh, well. I used to in middle school. That was still my okay. brand. People, okay. I had friends from middle school who came to high school who still knew me for that.
1: Okay. Because we want to also say you were integrity led oh, yeah, and you course. were following the rules. That's <laughs>
0: important. That is important. Oh, you're right. You're right. And I, and I was, and I think I I wanted to be able to figure out what my brand was um, and figure out what I wanted to do. And I had the help of you too. And, and sometimes I wasn't as intentional being a kid, mm-hmm. but um, now looking back on it, I saw different things that, that helped and, different mentors and things of that nature. So fast forward, I went to college, I went to Southern Illinois University as well. I majored in finance. Uh, At first it was accounting. I had multiple internships with Deloitte and then Accenture. I was also in different um, programs like inroads mlt and seo which helps uh, minority undergrads get internships and secures them with full-time opportunities and law and business and other opportunities and other careers
1: you're going to go deeper on all these programs right in the oh, yeah. future so they oh yeah people, so people really know. get plugged in yep. yeah
0: as well as even in high school i forgot to mention but i had a great scholarship mentor who helped me apply for Tons of scholarships. I, I didn't even know there was a left-handed scholarship. Um, I know that was crazy. Some of th- yes. them were
1: really like out of left field. Yep. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, there's just a, a lot of programs, a lot of mentorships, a lot of people who helped me. Mr. Michael Haywood, um, he was the head of uh, minority affairs at SIU. You have to shout him out, but we will definitely go through all of this in more detail
1: um in the near future And don't forget miss humphrey because she's a speaker now she was the uh, quad county urban league and oh, yeah, for TSTN. you went to i forget what was that school that you went to you went uh, to oh we a- did a bunch of college tours in yeah. tennessee
0: yeah um so you know that's just pretty much it in a nutshell vanderbilt yep vanderbilt Sorry. um at siu i was also my undergraduate student body president i was a president of the alpha kappa alpha sorority incorporated um, which my mom is also a
1: part of as well yeah she pledged 30 years after me same place
0: <laughs> I was homecoming queen um, but post college.
1: Doing too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of entrepreneurial ventures. I am currently a a supply chain strategy consultant with Accenture. I have been for the past five years and I own a couple companies outside of it. One is an ATM company and I also do some personal investing and some real estate ventures, which we'll get into. But a, a lot of Uh, what we want to do is just bring on guests and really just empower you talk about knowledge programs, really actionable things that you can do to start getting you to the next level. And that could be interacting with us through Instagram and on Facebook, which we'll kind of shout out later on.
1: Okay. You use us liberally because the mama is not really on social media (laughs) at present, but okay.
0: True, true, true. But you know, just still, they're going to be hearing from both of us throughout the podcast and we're going to be bringing on guests too. And I think one of the biggest reasons when we were sitting down at at the kitchen table and wanting to have this podcast to share a mother daughter experience is to get from both of our perspectives, but also to share something that can help you. So ultimately have uh, something on, on the website, which which we will at the end of every episode that can help you with tips and takeaways to being great in your own right and not just following someone else's path, but creating your own. And even if that's incorporating things from other people's path, that is completely fine. But using programs, having mentors, there's a lot of resources out there to help you succeed. and we know that everybody can succeed.
1: And then there's also preparation and opportunity. I'm so hoping that you're gonna bring joy on this show. Joy is currently um, what's what's her title? She works on Empire. She's Mm -hmm. been working on Empire for a while. And I was raised to be a rule follower. And what I've learned in entrepreneurship is sometimes you have to bend the rules a little bit. And the way that Joy got her job was by bending the rules. And she is living her best life. So I want to bring people on like that. It's amazing to me to have seen uh, people like Joy, people like Cherie, uh, uh, Jackie, Nate, you know, who's yep, just really given back. Nate, who who has, he opened a nail shop in Charlotte mm-hmm. that really blew up and now he wants to come back to Bowling Brook, and you guys want to partner with that. We really want to encourage you to look for the greatness in others. There's one thing that I have found and what I found is when you call out the ugly things in people, when you're looking for the negativity, that's generally what they show you. And sometimes no matter how hateful or awful someone is, how mean they are, if you start calling out those great aspects, because they are within each and every person, that's what they start showing you. So we're going to talk a lot in every episode about the importance of setting not only an expectation for yourself, but setting an expectation with your relationships, because I've found everything is based on relationships and people generally mirror if if I'm kind, I am kind, if I'm grateful, you know, those seem to be the things that I see in the people around me. I love my community so much. And I always think, you know. They're, people, they're, people aren't like this. People don't exist anywhere outside of Bolingbroke. But the funny thing is, as I travel and I go other places, you know, I see these people, and they are absolutely not exceptions to the rule, but they are the rule when you're kind. So we follow you know, Ellen and we follow Oprah and you know, be kind, live your best life. be grateful. Uh, tell people you love them. You exactly, know,
0: exactly. So thank you for listening. Please save bookmark the be great podcast. If you have any, um, you know, comments, feel free to let us know. One thing before we close out is we really want to know what your hustle story is. So really, really, really yep, want to know. So if you've had any type of hustle or something that you've done, please um, go under our Instagram at Be Great LLC. That is B-G-R-E-A-T-L-L-C. And under um, the post, What's Your Hustle story, tell us a little bit about uh, your story so that we can know more and engage with you. And so each episode is dedicated to guiding you on the path of personal growth by sharing lessons learned and actionable insights that you can implement now to increase your mental health and wealth. So again, I know I brought up our Instagram, but again, you can connect with us there at Be Great LLC or on Facebook at Be Great Podcast. And one thing we always wanna leave you with is please remember...
1: Why be good if you can be great?